Hello, welcome to the A to the K Wrestling Show for our unique segment this week, What If? And this time we are focusing on what if the streak didn't end in the way that it did? What if it didn't end at all? What if it ended sooner? What if it ended later? Almost a few what ifs with this because it it, it has like a a few different areas, like you say, because we could have gone, what if the streak never ended? But that would have been a very short what if. Or what (laughs) if the streak ended differently? That has got many different arms to it. It's like we're watching the, the, the What If series itself that Marvel do because what's what this could just branch off to different realities constantly. Um, but there are a few key points that, are, that we want to talk about. And I think, Carl, sorry to, to sort of railroad in, but, you know, I do that. Sorry. Um, I think the first point of call, should we talk briefly about the, the current situation? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, Undertaker's streak... Ended by the infamous Brock Lesnar. Now, this was shocking in itself. I think we can both agree that neither of us expected that. The audience, one of the few times at wrestling that I've just heard uh, like a pin drop in oh, the arena. There's no one saw that. That was crazy. Um, and, you know, in terms of legitimacy, he's definitely someone who could have ended the streak. Mm. Um, but... Let's talk about the current situation in the sense of, do you think that was the right use of the streak? The streak having such a legacy behind it, do you think Brock taking it was the right use? It's such a weird one for me, this, because, um, as you said, from a legitimacy standpoint, he's Brock fucking Lesnar, so of course it makes sense. The problem I had with it was the build was so shit for this match. I didn't even give it a second thought that it hit you so hard because it's like, you don't expect it because no one really put a lot of stock into it being a big build at all, like you say. But it was like he he couldn't have been less intimidating at that point in time, Brock, than than what he was. It was just kind of a last minute thing thrown together where everyone was like, "Oh, he's come back for his WrestleMania payday to lose against the Undertaker." Blah blah blah. Um, so I think yeah, to your point, maybe that heightened the shock factor. But at the same time, he could have still built Brock up as a, a, a you know a credible threat, and I think everybody still would have gone, "Ah, the streak's still not ending. It, it'll never end." And then be like, I can't believe it did. And then it would have made more sense. So it's kind of a, it's a 50-50 thing with me because Brock is absolutely the kind of guy you can respect ending the Undertaker streak. But I think they could have done it with him being even more of a monster. And you can't really argue against what it's done for Brock either because obviously he was already a megastar. But since ending the Undertaker streak, he's like, you know, S-tier status in the WWE, isn't he? Like he is... Mm. You know, he's only gone do you think, on to though, more and more. Do you think he would have got... Do you think, let's say we go to a scenario, which is where I'll, I'll touch on next, that uh, initially we'll say that Brock doesn't end the streak. Do you think Brock would still be an S-tier now? Well, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because he came back, and as I said, he wasn't exactly being pushed as um, this megastar. Um, like, when he came back, didn't he lose to Triple H? I think you may be right there. At one point, he came, back stuff, point like, yeah. he came back and it was just like, uh, oh, okay, well, Brock's back and yay. You know what I mean? So it was just really out of left field. So it was after this and the whole Paul Heyman thing where it was like, you know, uh, Brock is the one in 21 and one or whatever it was. Um, mm. That again became like almost a, a relaunching pad for Brock. So I think he probably still yeah, would have ended up getting to S tier, but I think this massively helped. Yeah. And like you say, put him in that status that like, I think it became more acceptable when Brock was rocking up and just ruining people. Yeah. Like, and it was like unrealistic that people could take him out because he was this phenomenon. 
at that point. He's the guy who could end the streak, so I'll take your point. I mean, I know they obviously subsequently had Roman do the same thing, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, like I'll, t- I'll take your point on that. So let's, um, if we delve then, we start delving, I'll go with the um, the one that probably has the least sort of talking points, but we'll, we'll cover it. Um, so let's, I want to firstly discuss, Carl, what if WWE chose never to end the streak? See, that... I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts on it. It's, I imagine that's what you would have ideally would have been your ideal scenario is that he would have retired undefeated. I had a, I do have a personal choice that we'll talk about as we get later on in the show of if the streak ended, who I would have liked to have seen it go to. Mm. Um, and the answer may surprise you because I'm not a particular fan of this wrestler, but it was a <laughs> massive fan of the feud itself. It, so, it sounds um, like one of those articles you, you see or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and well, this, not this hate this secret. <laughs> Number six will uh, shock you. And it's like, yeah, you clickbaity <laughs> motherfucker. Um, so the end will surprise <laughs> you all. Um, now, so for me, I'm like, the ideal, Undertaker, favourite wrestler of all time. And in some senses, I'm like, yeah, the streak built up such a legacy that it should never have ended. Um, mm. But then, is that the most satisfying scenario? Like, even when we talk about it in what if, like, streak never ended, Undertaker finishes... And that's that, you know, he's retired now. No one's ever going to end the streak. Happy days. Um, But the same way is that something that you protect because of Undertaker's legacy. You know, I wouldn't have been upset if they did that. But Mm. I think at the same time, there's always that thing, wasn't it? Like, I I don't think he'd have ever been able to retire with the streak intact intact because I think there would always been that. Well, is Undertaker going to come back? Mm. Is he going to come back to Mania? Are we going to get another addition to the streak or... You know, uh, someone. T- I think that question would have always been in the air: Is someone going to end the streak? Is someone going to end the streak? I don't think he'd have ever been able to retire. No, uh, without I, the question. I, I think he certainly wouldn't have been able to retire and be like Mark Calloway, like he is now, like doing interviews and shit like that. Because as weird as that sounds, but like I just think that when he became, he became human almost on that day where this, you know, this streak was has ended, and that's when it it started to be like this. Um, you know, he's been yeah, beaten he, before, and then okay, he is now kind of Mark Calloway and stuff like that, and he's old now. He was able to sort of start stepping away. I know he only truly stepped away from the Undertaker in his match with AJ, which I think was, I want to say, two or three matches later because we had um, Bray Wyatt the subsequent year in which he won. Then we had Roman, who beat him, so they ended up becoming the two in twenty one and or whatever. Um, so I know he had a few matches still as the Undertaker, but like you say, he started to step away from the character at that point, and then truly stepped away when he became the American Badass again to beat the shit out of AJ Styles, <laughs> which was awesome. Um, no offense, AJ, but you both sold that match. That cinematic as well was really fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, part of me thinks you know the right thing to do was to end the streak in some way, but mm. at the same time, like. In respect to the Undertaker, I could totally have got on board with them going, no, we're not going to end it. I just yeah. I can imagine that no one ever would have let it go. Yeah. I've um, just been like, oh, he's going to come back. We're going to have a WrestleMania with it. He'd have been in the 70s and people would still be going, is he going to come back? And, we, you know, <laughs> and then you're like, just let it yeah. go, guys. I um, I, I definitely think it, it should have ended eventually. Um, like, I, I don't like the fact that it ended and then he got beat again. Like, for me, the, the ideal of the streak... You know, which we we might come on to later on in this is it should have been completely protected up until his final retirement match, and then he loses. It becomes like he massively puts over someone, and then that's yeah. it. Then he he's gone. I think he hasn't been too damaging to Brock, but I think that's the irony that like 
it doesn't affect the Undertaker. It affects Brock. Like Brock mm. being the one man who could do it was affected by Roman doing it as well. Yeah. Which is ironic that they've not brought that up in the current feud between the two of them. The two men who could beat the Undertaker <clears throat> at Mania are now feuding. Interesting. Well, I think I think if they're feud now because of what happened and it didn't get you know we didn't get it day one. If that now goes to Mania, maybe we might see it then as part of that feud potentially. I think they'd be silly if they did yeah. this because they are literally the only two people in the world to have done that. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is a hell of an accolade to have. But I I agree with you. I think it should have and not necessarily have been Brock, but it as it was Brock and you know Brock was the one to end the streak. I don't think anyone should have beat him after that. Yeah, well, in in a way, to be honest, if I had it done completely poetically, I don't think Undertaker should have had a Mania match after that either. But exactly, we would have lost out on specifically the AJ Styles thing, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Um, so it's difficult, isn't it? Because you go, well, the streak's ended; you never do a Mania again. Is a bit of an ask, but at the same time, it would have been a more poetic way of ending the streak. Like that's yeah. that's when he stopped doing Manias, you know. Yeah, he definitely didn't have. Um, for me, that that is when his his WrestleMania ended really because after that match. Obviously, the Bray one was fine. The Roman one, he, he wasn't in the best physical shape. No, he, I think was, that, he was. He was so. Um, and then we had like the John Cena. Was it John Cena after that? Like he had that little random oh, thing. I think with we John might have Cena. had Cena. Yeah, he um, ruined Cena. I totally, that was over <laughs> so quick. Yeah. I totally forgot about um, it again. He ruined Cena, yeah. But like that was brilliant, and the AJ Styles one was brilliant. But for me, his, his last kind of proper match, I mean, it's probably Bray Wyatt, but the one I think of was um, the Brock one, to be fair. So for me, it, 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 his WrestleMania did end that day, really. Yeah, I totally forgot about the Cena one. <laughs> that, that was over so quick. That was awesome. Yeah. It was so good that though. I loved it. Where he was just sat in the audience, and it was like, well, obviously he's going to get the match, and then it's just when it happened, and he got obliterated. It was just like, holy shit! <laughs> I, I think because everyone's used to like Cena just winning things, it was so refreshing. Um, and uh, fair play to them. That was brilliant the way they executed that. So, yeah, I, I don't think there's a lot of talk we can do on what if the streak never ended because if it never ended, sound poetically that would have been nice, but it did. So here we are now. I want to talk about a, a an option that was heavily sort of... Well, a couple of options that were heavily suggested. The first one I'll talk about that seemed very likely, and I think people were surprised that um, that it didn't, was um, CM Punk. So CM Punk being the, the huge commodity he was at the time, I think a lot of people expected that he might be the man to end the streak. Mm-hmm. So let's delve quickly into what if Punk could have done it? I'm glad it wasn't. I am. I don't think it would have actually done much for... Punk or the summer of Punk or what Punk was at the time and looking at obviously what happened I mean let's delve into a what if scenario in the sense of if Punk could have been the one to end the streak and that is a huge accolade for Mania not a main event at Mania but a huge accolade for Mania would that have changed his uh, perception with WWE at the time would that have made him stay potentially I mean that in itself is um, is a huge what if isn't it because obviously even now in his current uh, feud with MJF um MGF keeps bringing it up that like he's never main evented at WrestleMania and he's never been there and you know that kind of moment and stuff like that and you know while him and Undertaker wasn't a main event if he would have you know that would have stole the show yeah um, like if he would have beat him in that would that have then catapulted him into the main event because you know you'd have to basically he's the guy who beat the streak therefore you know would he get the same effect that Brock Lesnar had? Therefore, he would be a main eventer by default and um, stay there. Which, and let's face it, like Punk could have propelled that into something magnetic just in sheer promos. Being the, he wouldn't have been the one in twenty-one and one, but being the one who did it, that would have made for such good um, sort of mic work that 
like you say, they could have propelled him into a main event mania scenario for the following year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely could have done. Um, which then does raise that question. You know, if he would have finally got his mania main event, would he have stayed? Um, what would the landscape have been like then without Punk being gone for seven years? Um, I imagine there would have been a lot of uh, difference. Oh, it would have been, it would have changed WWE for fundamentally in a lot of ways. Um, we'd have still had the rise of Roman because that was like WWE were big on him before Punk even left. Um, would have made probably more feuds between Punk and Roman, um, and maybe had Roman put over a lot sooner as well, mm. like properly put over rather than us all hating him while WWE like love him. Um, yeah. You know, it, it could have changed a lot of feuds in that sense, which would have been interesting. I mean, obviously with Punk being like the leader of the Shield or, you know, or whatever at one point, at least um, sort of, um, you know, we could have got the likes of a, a Moxley feud with him um, in WWE. We could have got Seth Rollins, um, you know, yes. and stuff as well, like feuding with him um, as well as Roman. So that those but could have been interesting to, things. Not to try and be too wild with it, but if there had been options for like feuds with Punk, that might have not soured uh, Dean Ambrose either yeah. Dean Ambrose might not have been saddled with gimmicks that he weren't overly thrilled with because he was involved in heavier feuds with the likes of Punk and therefore we may have kept Dean as well yeah which obviously one of the big catalysts for AEW um, <laughs> yeah. so so there you go if Punk could have won and ended the streak AEW would never have happened <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a massive reach, isn't it? But I mean, you never no, know. I, I had to go for that reach. I, obviously, um, but, butterfly effect pivotal, and all that. Pivotal for AEW was um, Omega, Jericho, uh, the Bucks, and the like. So that there was always happened. I was joking with that one, really. But um, I don't know. Personally, as you say, I think as much as like that could have had uh, a great effect on WWE, it wouldn't have affected Punk's sort of status in the company, and I don't. I wouldn't have been a big fan of Punk taking the win of it, to be honest with you. No, especially at the time because I didn't like Punk at the time. I'll be honest with you. No, and I think as well, knowing what we know is the fact that he left. I think it would have been really upsetting for the person who ended the Undertaker's streak. Would have been someone who just then left the business. And I know, yeah, carried on, and that would have happened. Then, yeah, it would have been strange thing because you know WWE's approach to things as well it would have been like let's not talk about it and they probably would have immediately had someone else beat The Undertaker so that they could concentrate on that rather than Punk because Punk left and they would have all been for nothing you know what I mean yeah so calm Um, again because we we have a few different scenarios so we have to be relatively brief on them all unlike our other what ifs Uh, I want to talk about and about something I always thought that they potentially should have done with the streak was to to use it to build up a new up and comer. Yeah. Um, so we talk. There's a few different options that we can maybe discuss on, um, and you know, I, I not really an up and comer at the time, but like I think they could have executed the the Bray Wyatt stuff sooner when Bray was getting his up, his rise. They could have done the Bray Wyatt Mania match sooner, yeah. uh, and used that to propel Bray. But um, one thing that I wanted to talk about in a bit more depth was something that you actually told me that I didn't realise, and that was the fact that Wade Barrett was always um, apparently destined to be the one who ended the streak and propelled his career with it. So shall we talk about the possibility of up-and-comers, but specifically what would have happened if Wade Barrett had been sort of carried on with that that scenario and, and they actually pulled the trigger on that? I mean, it, it's always felt like absolutely criminal that Wade Barrett, um, it went the way that it did for him. Because obviously for someone who showed so much promise and potential, and not just because he's a Brit as well, um, 
But like we tend to have a bias, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. A little bit. Um, but like even when he, he was in NXT, like he really stood out. And then when he went on to do the Nexus stuff and things like that, you could tell that he was. Um, he had the potential to be a star. He had the size. He had the look. He had the the, the mic work. Obviously, the bad news Barrett stuff. He had the charisma. Um, it's just it's crazy that it never really took off for him. But um, I think I'm not sure whether it was Undertaker had kind of almost handpicked him, or whether it was like a mix between like oh this is going to be the guy, and then Undertaker was like okay yeah we'll go ahead with it. But for whatever reason, it never ended up coming to fruition. But you know from what what I hear. If you think you're going on the streak, we've got some bad news. <laughs> Sorry. You're like, no, no, we like this better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be your gimmick now. Um, but no, I think that in itself, like at the time, because um, I agree it would have been, that's how, it, and we'll get onto this when when we talk about um, who we would have liked to be the ones to end the streak, uh, streak if it wasn't a Brock, for example. But like mm. for me, that's how it should have always been done. Like I said, where like it should have been to really catapult some up and comer into the fucking stratosphere with yeah. okay you Wade beat the Undertaker. Like, he's the perfect example of that as well. Like he come in as a hot commodity with the the whole Nexus thing, and he was definitely like destined to be a future champ. But he needed something to propel him, especially as in a solo sense, in a champion sense. And this would have been the thing, wouldn't it? This would yeah. have been the perfect execution, really. Because like the thing is, a win over the Undertaker WrestleMania being the only person to ever do that, that sets you up then for the rest of your career. Because you've always got that feather in your cap. There's not going to be anyone else who you know goes like uh, uh, one other person, but you know no one else goes and does that. You know what I mean? Like you're literally the yeah. one in twenty-one and one or whatever it was. So um, that would have been his go-to material that put him to that main event status. So it absolutely could have worked, but. Yeah, um, I suppose in hindsight, knowing what we know with, um, obviously, whether it was a result of this or what, of, of it not going ahead, but he ended up getting the King Barrett stuff and the Bad News Barrett stuff, and then ultimately just getting the released core. out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, rotten to the core, is what they were. It's crazy, though, because, like, it, it, it is criminal. Like, he, he never got, like, he should have been in the main event scene. He should have been a world title holder multiple times, really speaking. He had the look, he had the, the mic skills, he had everything. And, like you say, I'm not saying it's about the fact he was British, Carl, but, like, look at our roster so far. We've got the likes of Pete Dunne, Wade Barrett, William Regal, Davy Boy Smith. We, we've got a good track record of having superstars. That are mm. Brits, you know, I'm just saying, just saying. Um, <laughs> and I think everyone I listed there has not been world champions. Nope. That probably didn't help. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, Drew. Drew can be British when... Uh... He, he can be. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have Drew. Um, he's Scottish at the minute, though, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's a, a, a little in-joke <laughs> that. Um, for the, yeah, with, with with Scottish people, obviously, like Andy Murray and stuff like that in tennis. If, uh, if he loses, he's Scottish. If he wins, he's British. So we can milk it. Um, <laughs> That's, that's what we do. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think Wade Barrett would have been almost the perfect option. And it, it is almost a travesty that he didn't. But let's say like we go for the what-if scenario that he did. Um, surely the next step for him, he's, he's ended the streak. You know, he's um, like the only one to do it. This would have put him in to the main event scene, surely, straight away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and massively. Then, so naturally, he'd have ended up in the crosshairs of John Cena at some point in his life. But... Um, it's this is where the what if gets a bit difficult. I think he would have held the title well and he'd have had a good run with it. But 
his run with the title would have determined any future uh, title runs, I suppose, wouldn't it? Mm. So let's pitch. Who would you... Like, he's ended the streak. He goes into the title scene. Who would you put him up against? I mean, what what year is it we're talking about here? Um, around about what well, time he would have... Because, like, let's say it's Barrett coming up from the Nexus. So he's sort of already had... I mean, let's, you could rebuild the Nexus scenario, I suppose, and say, well, because John Cena kind of fucked the Nexus up. But not deliberately, but like the whole tearing through the Nexus the way he did didn't really help their credibility. So let's say uh, he ends the streak and he's going up against John. I don't yeah. know if he was the champ at the time because it was a while ago. But he, let's say we put him in the crosshairs of, uh, of John Cena going forward. Um, so we could have had a legitimate feud with him and John but actually Wade takes the win on it um, and is the world champion so let's say he's on top he's still a heel he's beat The Undertaker, he's beat Golden Boy John where would you go from there? I mean at that time the only other people who were still around then so you had the likes of um, Orton and Batista and um, people like that so I imagine there would have been a Randy Orton programme in the, at some point um, but yeah I mean it would have been difficult because he would have won it <clears throat> as a heel at that time, where they were kind of starved for baby faces and stuff, weren't they? So it was. I mean, you could still you could turn it. You could have him win as a heel because it's all the Nexus connection. If you put it around the Nexus time, and then you could have had him turn face against Punk, who took over the Nexus. True, or you could have like you could have done the turn as part of the match. So he manages to beat him fair and square, and then Undertaker gives him the. Seal of approval, thus making oh, him nice. yeah, a yeah. face. You know what I mean? It's like that respect and, thing. And you could have had the Nexus maybe turn on him with Punk at the heels. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know how big Wade Barrett is. But I'm sure he's like six six, six seven, something like that. He's he's a big dude, so he's not like he's not quite like Undertaker six ten, um, but like build uh, build. He's not uh, not actually six ten, but he's builder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, because I'm wondering whether or not like that could have been like the passing of the torch of the big men almost because he always came across uh, as a big man. Six foot five. Uh, okay, six five. That was an inch or so. It's an inch or so out. You know. You know yeah. Always like, exaggerating an inch like or so. Like to yeah. like to embellish uh, sometimes, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I don't know. There could have been something around that, um, basically mm. in terms of the big the big man aspect. But interestingly, and only because you mentioned it then. What if John Cena would have like broken the streak early in like well not early in Cena's rise but like when he was you know kind of peak Cena like spinner belt time kind of things you know when spin he was really Cena. getting legitimized like what like I mean it look it's, it's difficult this one because with hindsight we know that Cena didn't need it to propel mm. himself to the superstar he is but. I suppose it would have got him to that point quicker and maybe sour everyone quicker. We might have got a heel run out of him. I was going to say, yeah, like, would that have <laughs> would that have really actually rubbed the fans completely the wrong way? And so, you know, basically made him a de facto heel. Yeah. And they pulled the trigger on him, uh, on another heel run, which a lot of people really wanted and still kind of never got. I know he's a little bit of the bad guy when it comes to uh, his Bray Wyatt match, but, you know, he still kind of never really had a heel run so uh, other than his initial one so that would have been cool mm. I'm also intrigued while we're talking about it is the scenarios were given Wade Barrett and John Cena would have been the streak ending a lot earlier so what because I've mentioned before that I would like f- for that to have been Undertaker's last 
WrestleMania match, that mm. probably wouldn't have been the case. So what would that have meant for Undertaker going forward? The streaks That's ended a very good point. sooner. Uh, what was it mean? Like, would he still have the same connection with WrestleMania? Would um, would he then start taking losses at WrestleMania, or would you protect it and have him carry on winning and start a new streak in a sense? But the only ones who ever take him out was Barrett or Cena in, in those two scenarios. Like, because yeah. would people have started that again if he has a Mania match after that and wins? Does that start the streak again? Well, yeah. is it the start of a new streak? I don't know. Well, that's it. It kind of kills it, doesn't it? Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, someone else who very much could have ended uh, Undertaker's streak, when you think about it, is Randy Orton, the legend killer. I mean, in some ways, his whole gimmick was poetically set for that, wasn't it? Yeah, like, you know, he literally could have killed the streak. Like, it was it was written <laughs> um, for him to do that, but obviously it never happened. But that's another one who I probably would have been okay with him ending it, but... It's easy to say that now because if you do factor in, well, that would have been much earlier on. What would that have meant for Taker? I don't know. You know what I mean? And I, I suppose another it's another person thing. as well potentially is Kane. Um, mm. I don't think that, I've ever been too settled. I get why you'd you'd pick that, but I don't think I've ever been too settled with Kane doing it. No, I think it's more from like the poetic side of thing of like mm. you know them of what they've come up you know through together and stuff like that. I think Undertaker. At one point, when I'm record to say that if anyone's going to end it, it you know he'd, he'd want it to be Kane. Um, but I, I f- knowing the way WWE tends to book things, if Kane had done it, he'd have like took over Undertaker's mantle and probably started his own streak for a few years. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I, I can feel that they do that. Be like, it's my my streak now. I need like uh, start then winning at WrestleManias. <laughs> probably not for as long, obviously, but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd let you lose the next one. Well, that wasn't much of a streak. <laughs> well, um, that wasn't as easy as it was. It's crazy, isn't it? the streak is so legendary, but like, if you look at the matches in it, not to digress a little, like, there's some really shit matches in there, in all honesty. Still, oh, some, win. Still a win s- in the books. Some like, absolutely awful matches in there. Let's talk about the, the Nathan Jones match. Uh, we tagged with Nathan Jones, who didn't turn up until the last 30 seconds and done a spinny kick. Totally, it still pisses me off like massive guy and he does like spin kicks it's like that that does not suit you at all I think I mean classic WWE I think they basically just went oh yeah this guy looks big well yeah we'll team with the Undertaker yeah we'll put him in a match oh actually he can't wrestle shit Um, (laughs) you can't really put him out there because he can't do anything well let's just lay him out beforehand then oh okay it's crazy like Undertaker defended the streak against like I can't even remember who his tag team partner was now, but I know Albert was one of his opponents in that tag match, and it was a handicap match because Nathan Jones weren't there, and he's got a tank like Albert and and someone else whose name escapes me, uh, and he, he fucking still won. <laughs> that um, you just reminded <laughs> me then because it's in that match. It's one of my favorite WrestleMania moments. Is um, he tries to give the last ride, I think it is, or the tombstone to um, Albert. I think he was A Train, wasn't he at the time? And um, uh, yeah. he can't lift him up, he's too heavy, so you can just hear him really loudly go, Help me to um <laughs> to Albert to, like as if to say, like, you know, shift your weight or something so that I can Jesus. somehow not fall over. <laughs> he's, he's about to fucking drop him. Um so yeah, that's pretty yeah. funny. It's funny though. So um so yeah, I mean there's like a myriad of options, but uh, so far I would I would think Wade Barrett would be the most solid option for like a, an up and comer. Because um, you could list as many uppercomers as you like in in a lot of senses, but I think Wade Barrett would have been the best shout for like a new star being made from it. Yeah, in a way. 
Yeah, um, I think so. I think um, again, we potentially run into the fact it would have ended slightly too soon. Is the only thing with it, um, yeah. because obviously, if we would have preferred after he lost for that to be it, then that would, we wouldn't want that to be it so soon, would we? So that's yeah. the only thing. Yeah. So um, if we move on, then Carl, to personal choices. Okay. And I'll do mine first, if I may. Mm-hmm. And you already know this, but let's talk on it. Uh, my personal choice would have been Sean Michaels. And not a fan of Sean as a person or a wrestler or a human. But, <laughs> kid. Um, but the feud between Undertaker and Sean was done so beautifully that mm. it almost felt right that he did it. And I don't think he should have done it in his first match. I think he should have done it in his second because okay. it was like because of the way that whole thing was like one big story told wasn't it because he tried he failed I believe we had Triple H the following year and Triple H failed and then Sean couldn't settle with the fact that he couldn't do it so he had to break the streak and we try again and still didn't do it I believe is the way it went either way we had two matches between the two yeah. and um, I would have done it on the second match and I would have had him actually do it and, and managed to end the streak but that's purely because I was engulfed in the story, in the way they put it together, in um, the even that like I know it's a bit cheesy now, but even in like the, the heaven and hell the way they did it, because Sean's found God again and Undertaker's <laughs> the big red demon or whatever, um, big evil. Sorry, I combined Undertaker and Kane. It's a travesty. <laughs> I uh, like that big red demon. Uh, so. You know, it, even that was done. Like it might feel a little cheesy in today's world, but even that was done perfectly because of just the two personas just kind of worked. And um, like even do you remember like uh, Sean like dressing up basically as a like entirely white version of the Undertaker? Yeah, well, I I loved it. Like I thought it was fantastic. Obviously, yeah. like the the, the and theme. You, and stuff. you hate Sean, so that's brilliant. You saying that? No, um, it was it, it was literally like light and dark, wasn't it? Like obviously him coming yeah. down from the heavens, him coming up from hell. I loved it from a, a like a, a thematic standpoint. I thought it was yeah. it was so well done. But, yeah, I will be honest, and we can try and do this as a what if. But the only problem I've got with it is it wouldn't have done anything for Sean. No. Like, what would you have done with Sean? Because um, Sean was getting towards the end of his career anyway. What would you have done with Sean with that? Was um, the second match Sean's retirement match? Did you wrestle again after that, or was that it? The trouble is, I don't think he's ever officially been back. So mm. I think you're right. But I, I always take the retirement matches with a pinch of salt. It's like when Ric Flair retired and I <laughs> fucked that up too. But um, I, I think you're right. I think he's done a couple of spots here and there, but I don't think he's actually been back here. Oh well, he had um, he had the Saudi match didn't he, which was a fucking train wreck, actually. Um, See, so he, he has had a like match. That, but if you don't but... count those random cash grabs, yeah, he did retire, I suppose. But um, and that's obviously that was the aim. That's what they wanted to do, and they wanted to yeah. end Sean, not end the Undertaker at that point. But um, and that's where it's difficult to do. Like, oh yeah, Sean's ended the streak. And that ends the streak with it using absolutely no momentum at all. But in a way, it still would have been a really nice way of doing it because I was so engulfed in the story. That's probably been the best storytelling for a an Undertaker Mania match, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. And that's some of the reason that it would have been my personal choice to see Sean actually end the streak because that would have been a beautiful way to, for it to go out. Mm. Um, but it wouldn't have done anything for... like furthering any careers or anything like that it had just ended no i think I, mean? I think if they went that route with it it would have had to have been both of their retirements at the same time 
Okay, I'm good with that have been like you know I mean? Sean like the, can Sean can retire knowing that he managed to end the streak and Undertaker can, can retire because the streak's ended. It would have worked so well as well. They could have even ended as friends, couldn't they? Shook each other's hands and just yeah. retired. That would have been yeah. awesome. Exactly. So something like that could have worked, I think. Um yeah. maybe maybe then both ascend to the heavens or he basically goes, Nah, you're coming down to hell with me and it's just Sean <laughs> crying. the last moment we ever see where you belong bitch that's for Montreal I'd love it Um, but but yeah you know something like that could have could have absolutely worked I think um, to be fair Um, it's mad though and I don't want to like digress slightly so I think like I was just thinking back then when you were saying it so I think what happened was it was back to back so Sean had um, lost the first one, and then it was his redemption the following year. So it was like, at, like the, the two years in a row. Was it the I thought uh, Triple H was in between. The no, no, because I think so. I think it was Sean two years in a row, and then it was Triple H two years in a row afterwards. Oh yeah, so um, Triple H tried to pick up where Sean left off. Yeah, after Sean retired, that makes a bit of sense actually. Yeah, um, which. It never needed to happen, you know what I mean? No, uh, like, I mean, if you think about it, we had three matches of Triple H and Undertaker at WrestleMania because they wrestled at seven, is it seventeen or eighteen? Um, I think it was seventeen. They wrestled. 17, um, yeah. They had the street fight type thing, um, and then they obviously had the two back to back matches. But I will say, in the Hell in a Cell, where Sean was the special guest referee, that was the closest. I like that was when I f- I first thought the streak was ended. Yeah, that that moment. Uh, how annoying would it have been though? Because that would have been if like, it was Triple H. Over, really, wouldn't it? I know, but like that moment when it was like um, super kick and everything, and it was like, oh my god, they've screwed Undertaker at WrestleMania. I actually thought, oh my god, um, oh, it would have cemented Sean as an absolute asshole, wouldn't it? Like he actually screwed Bret, and then storyline screwed Undertaker. People would have just been <laughs> so fucking livid. Yeah, um, <laughs> but no, uh, madness. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I say that would have been my personal choice, and it wouldn't have wouldn't have really done much for careers going forward. But that that's how I would have done it. Yeah, I think for me, so I'm a bit, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to name just one name because I think it would work equally well for both of these, right? And technically, one of them already has. So I've got two names, and okay. they are Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. or Roman Reigns. Now you may okay. be saying, well, Roman Reigns already beat on the stake at WrestleMania. Um, the problem is Roman Reigns beat Undertaker at WrestleMania as the face Roman Reigns that the fans hate. Imagine Tribal Chief beating yeah. the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Um, that's the Roman Reigns you want to be yeah. beaten. The uh, one whose gimmick is acknowledge me, and that's like it could just buy him part of it, couldn't it? Like he's yes. ended the streak as well. He's unstoppable. Acknowledge him. Yeah, like if if they would have gone that way with Roman. Um, where he'd already started to be built up as this heel who hadn't been uh, beaten over a year and he was the champion and stuff like that. And then we had Undertaker. Um, that becomes like, oh my God, are they going to give Undertaker? Because imagine the intrigue of that. You've got Roman Reigns, who's undefeated, who's the world, ch- he's the universal champion for fucking 300 and whatever days. And then Undertaker challenges him for one last title. Straight away, you'd be thinking, shit, surely the Undertaker streak can't be over you know like they're never going to let him lose the streak but then mm. on the other hand you're like well why would Undertaker have to like you would have to watch it and it would be built up um, and like that would again really just be like if, if Roman was the guy to do that at peak 
heel tribal chief type Roman. That was it. He's he's fucking to the moon. Like he becomes because we were chatting about this when we were like, is Roman Reigns S tier status? Yeah. We, we did, yeah. And and I basically said, yeah, he is just, and I think you were still a bit on the fence, and I think... I was, I didn't, when because we, we initially did our ratings individually and then come together to decide, and um, I initially had Roman um, the slightly lower, only slightly, yeah. but I didn't have him as an S tier, and you won that argument because you made a very valid point about him. Yeah, I think if you did something like this with Roman, where he, he beat The Undertaker... Then there's no there's no argument. The argument's gone. Yep. Like he's exactly, he's S yeah. tier at that point. So for me, something like that with Roman Reigns, and that then sets him up for the next however many years as the, you know, the the top dog. Um, so that could have worked um, as okay. a heel standpoint. Like um, so the reason why I picked two names is because I think if Ro- if the tribal chief Roman Reigns would have gone up against the Undertaker now, then that would be fucking absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. Heel versus face. Heel wins. Fans hate him. Um, He's a complete legend. The, the the reverse to that is you get some, someone like Drew McIntyre, who is the baby face, really. Um, and it's that's where you'd have to do that passing of the torch and the sign of respect and stuff. Um, he's believable. You know, he's 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 battered Brock Lesnar um, at WrestleMania and stuff like that. He's got the believability factor. So for me, it would have been a passing of the sword, <laughs> if you will. Um, <laughs> So that one I could definitely have seen. Um, where that would have been where... a great way to cement his, his um, run for Drew. Uh, well, yeah. well, I think um, I think it would have had the shock factor of Brock, uh, if not even more. So um, I think the fans may have started to boo a little bit or whatever. But if it would have been ended with a show of respect between the two and Undertaker's retirement, as like like straight away, the fans I don't think would ever boo Drew McIntyre again because that would be Undertaker's, you know. Seal of um, approval. Seal of, yeah, exactly. Seal of approval to say he's the guy that has ended the streak. Like that would have that would have made him for life, I think. Um, yeah. But I stand firm on this. He should have been the only win. Yes. In these yes. scenarios. Yes. You don't have so, the other people win after that. That's it. No, no, no. So in both of my scenarios, as soon as Undertaker loses, he retires, which is why it would it's so late as to now where it should be like Tribal Chief, um, or you know, Drew McIntyre as he is today. But it's annoying because, like, I don't want Undertaker when exactly in his prime with Brock, but, like, if you did it as well, even though the end of the streak, you'd always have that argument of, like, well, could they have beat Undertaker in his prime? Which is a fun argument. Kind of, but... <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. But uh, I, I, I must admit, I prefer the Drew scenario and the two you're offering there. Because mm. um, I think Roman was already sort of... He was already in the thingy... What's the word? in the offing to be the guy, wasn't he? And um, mm. they were going to do everything they can and have done everything they can to make that happen. Um, I think Drew's face run, I don't know, I think the story just tells a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Or I think we can all be grateful that it was not Shane McMahon, though. <laughs> he is the best in the world, so... Do you know, the fact that they, he made himself win and become the best in the world and then never do anything with it or actually wrestle ever again um, and leave the company... Was uh, it just worries it like the minute he's involved in a match with the Undertaker, I'm like, oh shit, they're not gonna win, are they? Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that's a slight digression. I just want I just remembered. Um, do you remember that when Undertaker was like, Vince asked me to beat you up, so I'm gonna beat you up. Like that was the whole <laughs> point of the story between him and Shane. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. Anyway. So um, so we can all agree then. Uh, Shawn Michaels should have done it. <laughs> no, no, he should not. Um, 
Not unless it was a couple of years later and they both retired. Then no, that would have been the perfect way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting, really. I think with with this, um, I guess nothing majorly would have changed in these scenarios because I think in our in this the way the we've trouble like it's a difficult what if because like it would propel some careers. I think the biggest sort of what if you probably got would have been the punk thing because punk kind of left under a cloud and that might have been affected, but the domino effect for this would have been it would have just helped cement careers and so it's difficult to, to form a what if around it but still an excellent talking point but it sort of I don't know it ends a lot quicker doesn't it in terms of like what if Drew had done it well Drew would have gone on to be champion and probably, like you say probably never been booed again because he got that seal of approval from Taker mm. um, probably still would be in the position he's in well not necessarily with um, Corbin and Riddick like but maybe we would have avoided that that's a good what if <laughs> yeah. that never happened yeah, <laughs> it's the best kind of what of, um, but no, I think it it kind of it kind of goes to show that I think in an ideal world, um, you know, he never would have lost a streak, or if he was, it was going to be in his final match, and it was to put somebody over, um, either to cement them as a legend in the likes of Shawn Michaels, or to cement them as you know the guy in the likes of um, yeah. True or Roman. Honestly, in the in the the right way. I feel like the best impact it could ever, the legacy could ever have, is to cement a new star. Um, yeah. So, and in a way, like you say, I think it kind of cemented Brock as, as that guy. Um, so it did have that positive effect. But I don't know uh, personally. Uh, and as much as my choice would have been Sean, I think personally the best impact it could have had would have been the likes of Drew or Roman, executed yeah. correctly, obviously. Um, yeah. But Carl, what about our listeners? What would their choice have been? It's a great question. Why don't you let us know in the comments? Um, (laughs) Make sure to like and subscribe. Um, No, we kid. But no, like um, obviously, if you if you're on YouTube watching this, um, yeah, let us know your thoughts. If uh, you're listening to this or whatever, head over to uh, Instagram. uh, Drop a comment on there. I'm sure I'll be posting something about this tomorrow or something. Head over to Spotify or Apple where you can now leave reviews. Put a one-word review and a one-star. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So, yeah. um, Another fun one, to be fair. I think, um, obviously, this what-if was chosen by you guys, so this is the third one we've done. Um, What were the other two? We did the Montreal Screwjob, and we We did did. um, the Curtain Call, didn't we? Um, We did the Curtain Call, which led to the Montreal Screwjob. (laughs) Crazy stuff. Um, (laughs) Well, and yeah. now we've got the streak, so obviously um, let us know as well what other scenarios uh, do you think could have drastically altered the course of wrestling or, the, you know, the maybe... landscape of wrestling history, that's what we want to talk about. That's what we want to talk about. Um, so yeah, let us know. Uh, give us some give us some ideas, give us some inspiration. But until next time, um, you know, make sure as well uh, you check us out on PWTs. I haven't actually got a PWTs logo on this graphic, what am I thinking? And throw all the rest. Um, we are on PWTs. We are. Uh, so go and check okay. us out there. Um, but yeah, and follow us on all the socials. And yeah, listen to us, watch us, and enjoy us. That's that's yeah, the main do thing. All of that. All, all of the things. Um, and so yeah, so until next week, we will bid you a farewell. Thank you again for watching or listening. And yeah, we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
Hey guys, it's Georgia Smith here, and you've heard me on A to the K. These guys are awesome. Check it out. A to the K. A to the K. A to the K. A to the K. A to the K.